Hello, and welcome to Better Money by Elements Financial. We're your hosts. I'm Miranda Finley. And I'm Abby Askew. We're certified financial wellness professionals who have worked with thousands of people in all walks of life. And we're also real people with real financial experiences. We'll chat from both personal and professional viewpoints to help make your money better. Today, we're going to talk about spring cleaning for your finances. So this is the perfect time of year to think about it. I did a little bit of spring cleaning in Mm. my household over the weekend, and it really just got me jazzed to have this conversation and how we can apply how we typically spring clean the environments around us to our finances. Mm. Before we hop into that, I do want to chat and and goal check a little bit. We talked last month about setting realistic goals, going back through our budgets, attempting to rein it in Mm. after the holidays. So how is that going for you, Abby? Honestly, January went a a lot better than I had expected. So one of my goals this year, I use my credit card for like everyday expenses, Mm -hmm. but one of my goals this year was to like just use it for everyday expenses. Not like, hey, I'm going to go to Target and I'm decided that I want to buy all new towels for our household. Like, that's not something that's necessary. Um, So I'm trying really hard this year to just spend money on things that I just, like, that are specific to my regular needs, not like, you know, the above and beyond, just like going shopping on a whim. So so far, so good. I mean, that's my goal for the year. January went pretty okay. There were a couple things, a couple like a little friend outings that cost a little bit more than what I was expecting, but it is what it is. Um, So I think think I'm doing good. What about your goals? Yeah. So I sat down with uh, the other person that's affected by my financial decisions, (laughs) uh, my husband, and we set line items, um, went through our budget. We chose not to go back through our expenses because I think it was fair to say that after the holiday season, we just spent too much period. And so rather than rehash all of that, we tried to set um, some moderate goals for ourselves when it came to budget line items. Um, And then I also am trying to use my credit card a little bit less and use cash a little bit more. And when I do use my credit card, transferring those funds so that I have the money to actually back up those transactions. Mm. And I know we talked a lot about having people in our lives included in the goals that we're setting for ourselves, especially if it means that we're going to be doing things a little differently than we have historically. And so I had a friend come into town this weekend. I was super excited to see him. And we had two nights of activities planned. And the first night was amazing. It was so much fun. And then after we got home and the next morning when we kind of looked at the amount we had spent, um, we knew that we had already Mm. spent quite a bit of that budget line item for Mm. entertainment and for eating out. And so we opted not to go the next night. But what was really cool about it was I um, I text the person who was in charge of setting up all of the plans and let them know. And they already knew I was working towards some goals. And they were like, I got you, girl. It makes perfect sense. Um, (laughs) You know, we'll miss you. And so that just made it so much easier in saying no to those plans, knowing that that person on the other side of receiving that know um, that they knew it wasn't because I didn't want to go out because I absolutely did. It wasn't because I didn't want to spend time with my people. It's just that I had some goals and I needed to stay on track with them because getting off track, you know, early on in the year might not be, <laughs> might not be the best plan of action. Right. So I hope that your goals are going super well. If there's anything that we can do to help support you in your goals, or even if you're getting started a little bit late, say you listen to an amazing podcast and now you're inspired <laughs> and you want to set some goals, email us. Please let us know so we can help you either uh, achieve those goals, set those goals, whatever it may be. That's what we're here for. Yes. Um. So hopping back into spring cleaning, my idea for this episode 
episode came as I was kind of spring cleaning uh, my house. So the motivation behind spring cleaning, in my opinion, is to have a little bit more control over your environment, um, to organize your life a little bit, to provide yourself a sense of peace in the area that you spend a lot of time in. Mm. It gives you a little bit of a sense of renewal. Um, And so I love all of that about spring cleaning. (laughs) There's nothing I love more than like sitting down with like a candle lit and just seeing, you know. The serenity of what you just, all the the chaos you just did. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So you feel like that too in your house, Abby? Um, I mean, we have a two-year-old, so there's always <laughs> chaos in my house. Um, but my husband and I very much make sure that our house is like in order all the time. Yeah. So we do go through, you know, springtime and like clean out things that it's like, okay, that's been sitting in our basement for 10 years. Like maybe it's time to get rid of it. Um, so ours is more of like a deep organizational structure. Yeah. Um, and getting rid of some things. Yes. And, yes. Yeah. So we think that that's super applicable to your finances as well. So asking yourself if your monthly payments are affordable, if you feel like you have a good direction and you know where you're heading in your finances, um, making sure that you don't wince when you mm-hmm. log into your online banking or delay logging in and viewing your bank account um, mm-hmm. because you're a little bit nervous about that credit card statement bill or you're nervous about the amount of money you have in your account or you're not sure that you have enough to cover all of your expenses. Yes. Um, so we want to avoid those things and, and send you a little bit in a better direction And making sure that you get rid of things that you don't need. So like Abby said, if you're organizing, the first step for me in cleaning is getting rid of things that don't serve me anymore. Yes. I don't want to organize a bunch of stuff that I'm not going to use, that doesn't make sense for me anymore, that is expired. You know, so going through your pantry, kind Mm -hmm. of throwing those things away, figuring out what you can get rid of, what you can donate. And doing that in your finances is important, too. So making sure that your financial institution is one that is going to walk along with you exactly where you're at. Yes. So having those products and services that are actually going to serve you, um, that they're not charging you to keep your money there, that they might be paying you interest, um, that you can call when you need help. Mm. I feel like that's really important. Yes. And and one that also understands that you have a story and you ha- there's a reason why, you know, maybe your finances look the way they do or your credit report looks the way it does because you had some stuff that, you know, that happened to Life you. Life happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so finding that financial institution that's going to support you um, and work with you um, as you're working through all of those different things in your past. Yes. So if your financial institution isn't doing these things for you, maybe um, bag them up and take them to Goodwill. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Next up, making sure that the tools that you use in your life are going to help you along towards your goals. So we talked a little bit about this in our our initial uh, goals episode, but um, allocating your money in a way that makes sense for you, having multiple um, buckets when it comes to your finances and putting money separate, using a budgeting system that is going to serve you. So, Abby, you're a spreadsheet person. Yes. Yes. So going into a spreadsheet and marking down when she's spending money, making sure she keeps an eye on things might work better for her. Whereas it's really important to me that I have a grasp on my emotions around Mm. my finances. So not spending um, when I'm happy too much or spending when I'm sad too much, but making sure that I keep track of those line items in in the interim. And then analyzing your spending behaviors and what causes you to spend money. So, Mm. Abby, do you want to hop into that (laughs) since you feel like January went super well for you? Yeah. I mean, I was just very intentional about how I was spending my money. Like, I I avoided the Amazon app. I avoided, you know, 
trips to Ikea where I didn't have something specific in mind for what I was going to buy. So I know that my behavior, my spending behaviors are usually driven by where I find myself at, like in a, a physical location. So if I don't go to those places or if I choose the day of the month that like, okay, um, every Saturday morning I'm going to give myself time to go to Target or go to Home Goods and just kind of like walk through um, and like here's my budget for how much I'm going to spend while I'm there. Having those structured behaviors allows me to have a little bit of that like wiggle room and feel mm-hmm. good about spending my money, but also knowing that I'm not going to like, oh, I'm just going to go out here and buy like a wine fridge that costs $500 and like I don't need it, but you know, here's my credit card. Let me just swipe it. Um, allows me to be a lot more intentional and, and and still feel good about having some wiggle room, as I mentioned. So, Yeah, and I think it's important that when you do set uh, budget structures, if you set a very intentional and limited budget structure that you allow for, for that wiggle room, yes. that you allow for a little bit of, um, what do you call it, mad money? Mad money. Um, that you feel like you can spend on the things you want. Something that's been helpful for me, too, is with the convenience of apps and online ordering, I found that it's very easy just to hop into the those apps and order something as soon as it pops into my mind. Mm. Or if you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or online and you get a targeted ad, clicking through and ordering, I just stop myself before I click order. And I I did that this morning. I got targeted by an ad. (laughs) It was exactly what I had been thinking about. I got to the point where I needed to add in my credit card information and I took my credit card information out of my phone wallet. Ooh. So that it wasn't just easy to like load in yes. and I don't have my credit card number memorized. So, <laughs> there so you that go. was helpful too. Yeah. But that, that, that's been helpful for me and making a list of those things. So if it's something that I think of that I think I need or I want – going into the notes app on my phone and putting that in Mm -hmm. so that the next month when I have fresh line items, then I can actually ask myself, okay, do I really want or need this? Am I going to allow for it in my budget so that it is a a planned expense versus something that was a little bit more spontaneous? Right. Because you want to prioritize what your bills are. Like you you don't want to overspend so much that it's like, oh, um, how am I going to pay my car payment this month, right? Like we don't want that to happen. So like you said, it's good to kind of take some notes on maybe what it is that you're like, oh, I want to buy this. But I need to be a little more responsible and make sure that I'm getting all my bills paid, make sure that I'm putting the money in my savings that I want every month. Um, and I'm not using that money in my savings to pay for this one thing that I just decided that I wanted on a whim that I didn't know I needed five minutes ago. So being very smart about that and prioritizing those things that are important in your budget before spending on, you know, I'm not going to say unnecessary, but, you know, on those things that you didn't make a plan for. Or if there's there are some of those things, like Abby and I have both recently, more recently moved into new homes. And so I feel like a big budget buster for me is home improvement and like decor and Mm -hmm. and those kinds of expenses. And so putting a line on in my budget. So I feel like I can spend on those things, but within reason has been helpful for me. Yes. So if we've kind of analyzed um, the tools that we have available at our fingertips, making sure that all of those things serve us best and kind of doing away and (laughs) metaphorically trashing the things that don't serve us anymore – then we need to organize what we have left if we're spring cleaning for mm. our finances. 
So how you organize your funds is really important. Abby and I do this very differently. Abby, do you want to share what works for you? Yeah. So I, um, like Miranda said many times, I am a <laughs> I am a spreadsheet person. Um, but I also make sure that I have several bank accounts to align with those spreadsheets. So um, I make sure that I have a bills account. So this is where all of my bills get paid out of. They're all on automatic draft just so I don't have to think about it um, or make sure that that got paid and I didn't forget the date. But I also make sure that like I've split my direct deposit, which is another really helpful tool when it comes to organizing. Um, So I know what my bill total is every month and I make sure that there is enough money from my direct deposit to go into that bills account to pay those bills. Um, So I know that might be something that seems like a little reaching for a lot of people. Like maybe you're just trying to make sure that you've got enough money to pay it for, you know, your groceries or whatever it is. Um, But just getting organized and knowing what your bills are every month and maybe making a note of like, okay, this is due on the 21st. This is due on the 15th. I get paid on the 15th. So I'm going to make sure that I have earmarked those funds in my bank account to pay those bills that are coming. I love that idea because you talked about priorities and making sure you're prioritizing appropriately Mm -hmm. and prioritizing your absolute baseline expenses that you have to make sure that they're paid first. And then everything you have left over in your checking is what you know you can spend on those variable expenses. So what you have left over for food, for gas, um, for spending on extra things. So I like that you know that it's taken care of so that you can budget appropriately with what you have left over. And this is especially helpful if you have paychecks that fluctuate. Mm -hmm. So Abby and I are both in positions where our paychecks fluctuate from paycheck to paycheck. And so we never really know what our our, um, second paycheck of the month is going to look like. And so having enough money set aside for those things at minimum and not really counting on additional money is is super helpful. I like that idea. Yes. What do you do? Like, how do you organize your funds? How what's your what's your setup look like? Yeah, so I have um, I util- <laughs> I utilize elements to um, the best of my ability, <laughs> and I have about eleven bank accounts with elements. What eleven? Yes, <laughs> that's what makes it easy. So there's no minimum balance requirements, no monthly maintenance fees in the accounts. So that makes it really helpful mm-hmm. um, because you know, like my solo travel fund has sat pretty empty for a while now because it's not something I'm prioritizing. And so um, I separate things out and label them accordingly. So if I have a specific goal that I'm working towards, for example, joint travel is something that um, hopefully if things are safe, we'll be able to do a little bit more this year. And my nieces and nephews want to go to um, Disney. And so I know that's going to be kind of pricey. And so Mm -hmm. setting money aside in a separate account for that goal that we have, keeping money funneled into a home expense account so we can afford those home improvement projects on the new home that we moved into, Um, having emergency savings set aside and watching that grow. So those are those are are kind of the ways that I organize my funds. It helps me to have it all labeled and all separate. Like I can't yes. handle, if it was up to my husband, it would be all in one account <laughs> and he would just have like, he would know mentally what was earmarked for what. Right. But I'm a very visual person and I need it to be allotted into separate accounts so that I don't spend that money for any other reason but what it's earmarked for. Mm. So that's been helpful for me. Obviously very different. Uh, Again, budgeting and organizing your money, it's all about just finding what works for you and what works for you might not work for somebody else. So kind of playing around with that, working with an institution that allows you to do that, I feel is important. Um, And then setting yourself up for success. We're all very busy people, right? So Mm -hmm. we have jobs and social lives 
lives and sometimes children and, you know, we're in the pursuit of self-development. There are so many things that are grasping at our attention. And so setting yourself up for success and setting your bills at least to pay the minimum automatically can be super helpful so that you don't accidentally miss a bill. And get a late fee. You know, no one likes to pay late fees. Those are no fun. Or have it apply to your your credit report if you're more than 30 days past due. Um, So setting yourself up with those automatic payments is helpful. And if you aren't comfortable with those payments being pulled from your accounts and giving that information to individual creditors, then you can always use bill pay. Mm. You can put the, you know, who you owe the money to into bill pay and you can send that check out. Um, But that way it's all a little bit more automated so that if your life gets busy and if you forget that it doesn't come back to bite you. Yes. Yes. And then Abby mentioned splitting your direct deposit. So Mm. she splits her direct deposit for bills. I split my direct deposit for savings because I am a little bit of a spender. And if I don't automatically put money into savings, then it doesn't happen Mm. (laughs) for me. So that number has gradually grown over time. I challenged myself to a nominal amount up front. So $25 a paycheck is what I started with. Okay. And then since then, I've grown and challenged myself. So you know, as I got uh, raises or as I moved positions and my income grew a little bit or as I got, um, you know, a commission checks or, you know, whatever it may be, I increased that amount to automatically go into my savings until I hit my emergency savings goal. So that's been helpful for me so that I can make sure it's done and it's upfront, similar to your mindset and having your bills taken care of and that mm-hmm. you don't need to worry about that money sitting there and waiting for the bills to, to come out. That was the same thought process I had for my savings. Well, I want to take a note right there. Like you said, you started with $25 a paycheck going into your savings account, which is a super important thing here. So even if you're not making tons of money, you know, you can still start somewhere and just having making that $25 a month was I'm guessing a priority for you to make sure that money stayed in there and I that felt you like didn't it was an it. investment for yes, myself yes. into myself so that I didn't stress myself out down the road when something financial come up right. comes up because financial things come up unfortunately right. right and we talk about having that emergency savings and so starting where you can to put some money in your savings account I don't care if it's $5 a paycheck mm-hmm. just starting somewhere to put that in there so that you have that money for a rainy day fund and rainy day does not mean you need to go buy a t- new TV at Best Buy nope. rainy day <laughs> means I need to I had a bill come up and I need to put groceries on the table mm-hmm. this month so yes. like here's what I need a medical emergency money for. Yes. a job loss illness um, a car emergency a right. household emergency things like that. And and again, having that money separate in an mm-hmm. emergency savings account and in my Elements Online Banking, it's labeled emergency, emergency. savings. Yes. I cannot take out of it right. unless it's emergency, in an emergency. Yes. So we just we want to make sure you understand, just start where you are, do what you can. And then as your life changes, you can maybe increase that amount that you're saving every month. Keep Absolutely. that organized. Absolutely. Um, next up, we want to talk about organizing for taxes because mm. those are coming oh. up. It's my favorite season of the year. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but you're getting a lot of paperwork. Um, it's somewhat of a painful process for a lot of people, I feel yes. like. So just making sure that you have all of your ducks in a row, that you've set all of those documents as you receive them from your employer and from your financial institutions, from your creditors, setting them all aside exactly where you know where they are so that when you need them either to self-file or to send them over to your tax professional, that you have them ready and available to do that. Um, Those documents should have started going out in January. So set those aside so that you know exactly where they are. And if you're a self-filer, file as early as possible Yes, um, because there's a lot 
lot of fraud that happens. And mm-hmm. the last thing you want is for <laughs> for you to go in, start the filing process, and then to find out that your taxes have already been filed by a fraudster. Yes. This is also a super popular time of year to receive raises and bonuses, and you might be um, getting a tax return. And so if you are in that position, making a plan to pay off any debt that you have that you've accrued, putting that money towards goals that you may have set for yourself for 2022 is super important. Stay tuned. This month, we'll be talking to one of our financial advisors about some better ways that you can use that money for your long-term planning. Yeah, I think the goal here is you just want to be purposeful with it. Um, There will be a lot of commercials and a lot of ads targeting you to come buy a new car, to come to Best Buy, as I mentioned, and buy a new TV. Um, A lot of places that will be saying, like, no interest for 48 months. So just be careful what it is that you're doing with that money. If you have debt, prioritize paying the debt off first. Um, Knock that out because there's not many times in your life where you might get, like, a larger sum of cash. Um, So if you're intentional with it, it's really going to help you throughout the rest of the year as well. So um, make a plan, stick to it. If you have questions about what to do with it, reach out to us, bettermoneyatelements.org. Um, or as we are mentioned, we're going to have a financial advisor and you can reach out to us to chat with him about what you might want to do with that as well. Yeah, it's a great opportunity to fund that emergency fund if yes. you haven't had it before to make a large a lump sum of payment on debt. Yes. So there's a lot of things that you can do, but every circumstance is a very personal one. Right. So like Abby said, reach out to us. Next, we want to talk about setting some routines. So making our lives easier uh, for us and eliminating those temptations that are going to bust our budgets. Hmm. Like I said, I avoid going to Target every day of the week (laughs) so that I don't just buy things I don't need, right? Yeah, so analyzing our behaviors is important, right? So, you know, Abby kind of figured out in going through a budget that there are a few hot spots for her. And I will say I've noticed that we live in a cold place. Mm. Um, Indiana is not known for its tropical temperatures. (laughs) And so I would find myself in the winter just to get out of the house going to stores. And if I go to a store... I don't always just window shop. Right, right. So maybe taking away some of those temptations, going, bundling up and going for a walk, finding activities that we like at home. Mm-hmm. Um, I just picked up reading again for oh. the first time in a few years. I thought that if I was going to do something, it needed to be more productive than reading <laughs> um, fiction books. And so I've picked that back up and used some of my Christmas money that I received from family to purchase some books and get started back on that habit. And that's kept me inside and away from stores for two and off your phone, which has apps that cause you to spend money. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it also cuts down screen time, definitely. Yes. yes. So those are some things that we've done to bust some of those temptations. Just figure out whatever it is for you. I promise if you sink into a couple statements of your credit cards or your your uh, checking account, those temptations will pop up more frequently than others. So avoiding those websites, avoiding those apps, avoiding those stores, uh, whatever it may be for you, um, I promise it'll pay off in the long run, and you probably won't miss it after you mm. have um, you've avoided it for a while. Yes. Other things that you can do to stay organized in your financial life. Take it away, Abby. Yeah. So um, we want to talk about meeting with your spouse about your finances. So we, I, I believe, kind of like in January, we talked about setting a routine and setting um, some some dates. So like every first Saturday of the month, you know that you and your spouse are going to sit down and talk about your past month's expenses and kind of what you see coming up for the next month that you might have to spend some money on. So meeting with those people in your life that help you spend your money, right? Um, or you help them spend their money. Yes. Yeah. Um, So meeting with your spouse, 
and making sure you are aligned is super, super key to reaching your goals. Yeah. And I just want to interject, those conversations aren't always easy. My spouse and I both work in finance. He works in municipal finance, and I obviously work in personal finance. And it was still a bit of a tough conversation talking about goals, talking about each other's habits and Mm -hmm. how we feel like they spend money. Um, So a lot of I statements are helpful instead of you statements, talking about what you want to do better and how you are going to control contribute to reaching your mutual goals and setting those mutual goals with each other. For me, I know that I need constant reminders. So we're meeting every Tuesday night about our finances and going over transactions from the previous week. And I that's also held me accountable too, because um, not for control reasons, but for transparency and accountability, we've agreed to go through our transactions. So I know that if I'm going to spend money, that means the next Tuesday, I'm going to have to, yes, I'm going to have to talk to my husband about why I spent the money, what I needed, um, and kind of pitch, (laughs) kind of pitch it to (laughs) him. You got to sell to him that it was important to buy that new towel. Yes, yeah, exactly. So that's kept me from spending some money because I don't always want to have those conversations. And if the conversation isn't worth having, then the thing probably isn't worth buying. Right, yes. Um, setting up your direct deposit to align with goals, making sure your bills are covered, yes. making sure that you're allocating money towards savings. Um, like I said, travel, joint travel, hopefully will be something that will be a little bit more doable this year. And I know that that, um, that Disney trip is going to be expensive. So setting money out of each of my paychecks to go into a travel fund has been something that I've changed recently. So just align with those goals and doing it through direct deposit means that it is a thoughtless process. That's right. what I love about it. It's already gone. It's It's like the money doesn't exist because it's already earmarked for something else. And then setting up automatic payments for bills. So making sure that you don't miss those bills when you're too busy to pay them and that they don't end up reporting to your credit report and damaging your credit ultimately. Yes. This time of year coming up tends to be an expensive one. With spring coming and warmer temperatures and summer, we tend to see a lot more people making large purchases like vehicles and homes. So just make sure everything is in check. Make sure you've allotted for those expenses. Make sure you've had those conversations about where you want your money to go and how you want to allocate that Mm. money so that it's easier to work towards those goals. Yes. If there's anything that we can do to assist you in achieving those goals, please feel free to reach out to us. Thank you so much for joining us today on Better Money with Elements Financial as we talk through spring cleaning for your finances. We hope that you were able to take something away from this to make your money better. Our next podcast topic will be about raises and bonuses. So check that out. And if you need anything in the interim, visit elements.org slash better money. And again, reach out to us directly at bettermoneyatelements.org. Thank you and have a wonderful day.